Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 5th of January. Good to have you aboard. Presented by Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, you let them put their skills to work for you. And of course, part of the Believe Podcast Network with NFL playoffs right around the corner. The NBA season is in full swing. Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-minute news, scores, odds, with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now everybody knows at this point, it's, it's Friday, yes! We did it, everybody. We made it to the end of the week. But I'm out of town. I'm skiing right now. And that's why this week we put together some great shows for you with some of our favorite guests. On Wednesday, we had our homegirl, Amber Wilson. Yesterday, Nick Costos gave us some of the winning plays. And today, you're going to hear from Hollywood Joy Taylor, my former co-host. FS1 Speak every day on FS1. We're going to talk some Dolphins with her. We'll do some NFL. We'll talk a little bit about the heat. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 brought to us by the official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba. European roots of the Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba for yourself. That's how you want to get the weekend going. Your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Imas. Always drink responsibly and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. And joining us now, we're about to find out if she is a very nervous Hollywood Joy Taylor as we are a couple days away. We have Dolphins, Bills. What is our anxiety level going to be like for Sunday night? Final game of the regular season. The Dolphins have it. Sunday night football, Dolphins, Bills. What is the anxiety level going to be like for you on a scale of 1 to 10? 
and 10, you have the most Ajina. You know, for this weekend, it's really at like a five. I'm not that nervous about it. I mean, I'm way more nervous about the postseason than I am about this game. Obviously, we have a lot of injuries, which is, you know, discomforting. But we play good at home. And, you know, I know the Bills are rolling. And, I mean, I I think that the Bills have a, a really good team, despite the ups and downs that they've had this year. I'm not surprised that they're on this this run that they're on. So, I, I'd say it's out of five. I'm definitely uh, have a healthy level of nervousness for the game because I have respect for the Bills. But I think we can win this game. I'm okay, way so, more nervous so, about what's going to happen in the postseason. Okay, so are your nerves only at a five because you're confident they could beat the Bills or because they're in the playoffs either way? Yeah, it's, it's both. Like, we're in the playoffs. So it's not like this is like you have to win this game and, or the season's over. Um, you know, you'd like to win the division. You'd like to go into the postseason with some momentum. So I, I like that. But, you know, outside of being lined up with the Ravens in, you know, week one, which is not going to happen. I feel like the AFC is wide open. It is. So, yeah. So I'm not, I'm really not that nervous. I'm like I said, I'm nervous for the postseason. I'm nervous for all this whole year being as fun as it was the, you know, the, the losses, the questions, the answers, the Cowboys win, the, you know, all, all everything that the Dolphins have gone through this year. I'm nervous about what's going to happen when it matters most. This game to me, well, I would love for them to win and, again, go into the postseason with some momentum and knock the Bills out. You know, it's 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 not going to really change my opinion. I, I've been doing this thing all year because it's really how I feel. And it's very frustrating for doing a daily show, obviously, to everyone else. But I'm like, when, when teams reach a certain level, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Niners, the Eagles, the Cowboys, teams that are in the postseason regularly – who have a ton of talent, the Chiefs. Those are teams that, like, while the regular season obviously matters because you need to win the games, you need to win to get into the postseason. I care about what they do in the postseason. You know what I mean? Like, everyone going crazy about the Cowboys this year. I'm like, who cares? This is the exact same thing they did last year. Like, why am I supposed to be moved by what the Cowboys have done during the regular season? Do it when it matters. And I feel the same way about the Dolphins. I still feel the same way about the Bills. So, you know, I, I I know it's not fun. It's not the sexiest take. But I'm like, yeah, you did what you were supposed to do during the regular season to ensure that you're in the dance. That's step one. Now, obviously, you want to go in healthy. You, you control what you can control in that regard. And then go in with some momentum. So I, I, I'll feel great. But it's not going to be the end of the world if they don't. Because a lot happens when you get to the postseason. And it's one game where you go home. And I feel good about the Dolphins' ability to hopefully do that. <laughs> well, look, it it's so, now I'm I'm not going to be nervous because I just I just don't get I, like I think they're going to win. Although I've been very positive about the Dolphins throughout the season. I thought they were going to win the game early in the season in Buffalo. I thought they were going to win this past week in Baltimore. You know, so I've been wrong about the big games. But here's the reality of it including this Sunday night, the Dolphins are three. You can use this on your show. The Dolphins are three home wins away from the AFC Championship. This is a very good home team, the Dolphins. 
So including this Sunday night, they are three wins at home away from the AFC Championship where they have not been for 31 years. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, if I could also add, by the way, after Buffalo, if they win this Sunday, those home games in the playoffs are likely Pittsburgh. Nobody's afraid of Pittsburgh in the playoffs. And in that second round, it could be Kansas City. And Patrick Mahomes playing his first ever road playoff game and a Chiefs team that, I got to be honest with you, Joy, nobody's afraid of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the AFC is wide open. I really think the whole league is wide open. Like, Baltimore, to me, is the only truly great team this year. And I say uh, that. San Francisco's include- really good. San Francisco's, San Francisco's really good. San really, really good. San Francisco's really, really good. What did Baltimore do to San Francisco? In San I understand. Francisco? What do they do? I understand. They kicked their ass. Yeah, they killed them. I so, understand. So everybody, yeah. can't be, everybody can't be great. There's only mm-hmm. one great team this year, and it's the Ravens. The San Francisco 49ers are a really, really, really good team. And their their weakness is at the quarterback position, and it got exposed by the Baltimore defense and the better team in Baltimore. I'm putting respect in Baltimore. They have the league MVP, and they're the, they're the better team overall. They're, they're, they're He's the, the MVP. Only, He's definitely the MVP. Yeah, they're the only great team this year. Um, when did you the, settle on him as the MVP? Um, I settled him on him being the MVP after the Niners win. I okay. still thought that there was, um, there was a possibility of, you know, if he had a really bad game against the Dolphins, you know, that this, this MVP conversation has been one of the most annoying conversations of my broadcasting life this year. Um, it's just been incredibly frustrating. Um, and I, and I think it's more, think it's more the- frustrating than being asked who the NBA MVP is after every single week of the season. Yeah, because we don't do that, thankfully. Like, we don't do that on our show, which I'm glad about. And, and honestly, I think the NBA, NBA MVP has gotten to a point where no one cares. Like, it's just, it's going to go to a dude, you know, at the end of the year. It's the most selfish it. league, the NBA. The players only care about the personal accolades. It's the most selfish league. It, it, they it, care it, so much about the MVP. All right, so if I could switch the Cowboys, though, real quick with you. You don't believe in the Cowboys. And on top of it, do you think most people agree with Micah Parsons that they want the Cowboys to lose? I think it's the opposite. I think media want the Cowboys to win. I think the Cowboys being involved is a great thing for all of us. So here's the thing about the Cowboys. The Cowboys do the exact same thing every single time that they're good, which is they they run to the front of the line and demand that everyone – put respect on the Cowboys name. And if you don't like the Cowboys or you don't believe in the Cowboys, you're just a hater, right? The Cowboys were a Super Bowl level team last year. They were. I mean, they added some great pieces this off season, but they were really, really good last year. And they didn't get it done. And it was the same exact conversation last year. So where I would agree with Micah is there are a lot of people who want the Cowboys to lose. They are fans because while the Cowboys have the biggest fan base and the biggest brand in all sports, everyone who's not a Cowboys fan doesn't like the Cowboys. And that also happens to be millions and millions and millions of people. I feel like so many of these guys and like Micah Parsons included, they don't understand the way fandom works. So, well, it, 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 where, so it's a little, where I do side with Micah is it does sound like, 
people in the media don't want the Cowboys to win. And some people in the media don't want the Cowboys to win. I can't speak for everybody. But what I, where I'm coming from is I love when the Cowboys are good. Me too. I work at, I work at Fox. Of course I want the Cowboys to be good. I want the Cowboys in the Super Bowl next year. That, that's, that's the NFC team I want in the Super Bowl next year. We have the Super Bowl next year in Vegas. Well, I'm sorry, not Vegas, in New Orleans. I want the Cowboys in that Super Bowl. That would be tremendous for us. Mm-hmm. That's great for business. The Cowboys need to be good. If the Cowboys are not good, that's a, that's a, that's a massive brand that we can't talk about. So from from where I sit in the media space, where you sit in the media space, we absolutely want the Cowboys to be good. They're fun to talk about. They always have stars. They're always edgy. There's always stories. Of course, we want the Cowboys to be good. I don't root for the Cowboys, but I only root for the Dolphins. Like this is the only team that I root for. I don't. It doesn't change my life in any way. Any other team that wins or loses this is not affecting me emotionally. So, but that's me. Where I will say there are some people in the media that want the Cowboys to lose. There are people that have built their brands around being quote unquote Cowboys haters. But I think what's happened, particularly this year, and it's why I think it's also influenced the MVP conversation, is that social media has become so loud and so diluted with like fan podcasts and like blogs and like all these different things that that are media now that are also fan driven. So yeah, there are people in those spaces that don't like the Cowboys and hate on the Cowboys. That doesn't mean that every like everyone's not supposed to like every team. But I also <laughs> I, think a lot of players can't discern between the two. They don't know the difference between what real media is like shows that you do or even like shows that I do and, you know, the bullshit that you're talking about there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's bullshit. I just think it's all that's what. The oh, media, some of like, it's bullshit. The, the, but the media landscape has has become that. Like, and I think I think it's good that there's spaces for fans to like talk about their teams. But but the difference is, everybody. I guess the bottom line is everyone's not supposed to like the Cowboys. People who like the Cowboys are supposed to like the Cowboys, and anyone who doesn't like the Cowboys hates the Cowboys. That's how it works. That's how it works. And and specifically with the Cowboys, because every brand isn't big enough to be hated. Like if you're in a division with the Arizona Cardinals, you don't want the Cardinals to win, but you don't like hate the Cardinals. <laughs> There's a difference. There is a difference. All Eagles fans hate the Cowboys. All Giants fans hate the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay. All Washington Commanders fans hate the Cowboys. Those are three massive markets with millions of people. So, yes, there is a loud contingent of people that don't like the Cowboys, that actively root against the Cowboys. And that noise gets mushed in with anything critical that you say about the Cowboys. We'll get right back to the conversation, guys. But first, I want to tell you, if you're thinking about getting a new car, I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. Yeah, I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, we're talking an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model. You are sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Plus, all new Subarus and most pre-owned vehicles come with a lifetime warranty, so you know that you're covered. Hey, Maybe you just want to get your current vehicle serviced. 
Luckily for you, did you know that at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, they service all makes and models? That's right. So either way, you're going to be treated like royalty when you go to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And with prices less than many of those small shops, you can service with confidence at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You're getting an exceptional experience every time you walk in the showroom doors at that brand new state-of-the-art facility on North Andrews Avenue. You know which one I'm talking about. It's that beautiful building. You could see it from I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the only car dealership I endorse here on Zaslow Show 2.0, and that's because I want to make sure you guys get the best deal around. Go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Are you going to the Super Bowl this year? Are you going to Vegas? Yeah. You guys are going to do shows? Are you going to stay for the game? Um, I don't think we're doing shows there uh, because we don't. CBS has the Super Bowl this year. Um, but I mean, like, but, Speak isn't doing, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday out there on location? No, we never do unless we have the, the oh. Super Bowl. So, we'll you're going to go we'll, to the game? Yeah, I'll be there. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go to the game. Okay. We'll be there. Okay. All right. How are you feeling about two of these days? I think two has done a really good job. Um, I love the McDaniel to a pairing i think they were they were a match made in heaven are you mad with mcdaniel about bradley chubb are you upset with him no no what's what is everyone mad at him yeah i think a lot of people are mad at him because you know he left bradley chubb in the game when they were down by 30 with three minutes left for me i'm not mad at all i don't i don't get mad at that stuff in the nfl you can get hurt any play any practice at any point of any game like it's a violent sport I, and it was a non-contact injury. It's not like up by 30, someone decided to take his knee out. It literally yeah. could have happened at any point in his life. I, I'm i not mad at McDaniel at all about it. But people yeah, are mad Yeah, and I mean, like, you pull your, your, you know, your quarterback in that spot. Yeah. But, like, the other starters still need to play. You can't take everybody out. You don't have enough <laughs> players. Right. Yeah, that, I'm, not, no, I'm not mad about that. Yeah, I people mean, are mad so, about People are mad at him. It's Well, they're mad at him because of the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not mad about that. I I I'm I will say next year, depending on how this season ends with the Dolphins, I would like to see um I, I not not a shift really, but I, I just want to see a little more aggression from the roster. Like the speed is fun, but I feel like the issues that the Dolphins have had this year is because when they run into really physical teams, it becomes an issue. Well, also, I mean, their offensive line, like they're they're shuttling guys in and out every game. So, yeah, when you're playing physical defensive lines, it's a problem. Yeah. You know? We can uh, that let's, uh, let's do some NBA here, Joy. Are, how are you feeling about the heat these days? Uh, do, you, do, you, do you love Jaime Jaquez Jr.? I love him so much. Oh, my God. I love Jaime so much. I love him. I love Jaime so much. He gave me such a great, a great, great, Christmas, what a lovely Christmas gift from Jaime. He is um, such a stud. Yeah, I, I love Jaime. Like I knew Jaime was going to be a great pick, though. There's certain players that really fit the Heat system, if you will. And like I knew about Jaime, obviously from UCLA. Okay. So I, when they picked him, I was like, "That's that's brilliant." Like I love, I love that fit for him coming from UCLA playing at UCLA, the system he was in at UCLA, 
going to the Heat. Like he's, it's no surprise to me that he's having the success he's having with Miami. That he's perfect. If I were to tell you right now, you see the season that Tyler Hero's having, awesome. You see the season Duncan Robinson is having, awesome. You see what Jaime Hawkins Jr. is doing. He's clearly a foundational piece for this franchise moving forward. If you can go back now, knowing what you know, would you would you have traded those three guys for Damian Lillard? Jaime too. Yep. Because that may have been it. It may Hero Robinson and Jaime Hawkins Jr. Like that may have been the deal. Would you do that? I'm not even. I'm not even throwing other draft picks that they made future picks. I'm not even asking you that. I'm just going with these three guys. I mean, the problem is like. Just say no. Just say the right answer. No. The problem is when we get to the postseason, like we need names. You yeah, know, Jimmy, like Jimmy's pretty good with the ball in his hands late in the games. Okay, but we did this last year, you know, and like, well, we need a dame. Last well, year. we're we're hoping we have hero healthy, you know, like he yeah, score late in games. He's got to be healthy. Yeah, but like we need we need another we need another we need. So dame. you would still do it? You would do it? I would do it. Yes. Wow, I would not. Not even close. Not even close. I would do it because I because I hate getting to the end of the season doing everything we do the right way and then being that X factor superstar level away in a league where you know. There are superstars. So, yeah. I mean, I love Jaime. This is a very unfair question for you to ask me. But, yeah, I got it. All right. Are you I'm into James the – wanted to be with Miami. I know. Yeah, I get it. Are you uh, Are you into the college football championship, Michigan-Washington? Are you into it? Does oh, it yeah. You? I love it. The, yeah. What great games. What, what great games. We deserved those games. Mm-hmm. We really yeah, did. Yeah, we well. Because those games are usually shitty. Yeah, they're awful. They're usually yeah. like 21 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were great games. We deserved it as fans. It was a great watch. And I, you know, I, I at first I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of want to see Texas, Michigan. But then the way that that game went, I was like, yeah, I, I love that Washington ended up winning that game and having to sweat it out. Is this it, was, it for Harbaugh? It would have been so heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, Harbaugh's out of there. He's, he's, he's out. He's back All in right. the NFL. I think he'll be with the Chargers. Um. Yeah, he's he's leaving. What else are you gonna do? You know, and, and with all the NCAA. I stuff, mean, I if, look if I were him, I would stay at Michigan. He's the I, king of the castle, you know. Yeah, he's gonna go to the NFL. Um. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what happens. And Michael Penix Jr. Man, I like him. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah. He's such yeah. a fun watch. What uh, What are you watching these days outside sports? Or have you have you finished Netflix? I haven't finished Netflix. I don't honestly. I've been really bad with TV lately because I am having to watch so much sports, which I, I mean I always do, but like I f- feel like I'm just so busy that I haven't had this uh, show in a while. I finished. Um, I think I told you that I finished uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Did we talk I, before that? No, I don't know what that is. What is that? Oh, it's great. It's a. It's like an eight episode series. Um, it's on Netflix. And it's really good. It's based on an Edgar Allan Poe poem. Oh. And yeah, that was the last like show I finished. I'm still watching Yellowstone. So I'm working through Yellowstone. And you know what? I, I, I It's on my list. I know I would love Yellowstone. I've never yeah, seen it. It's really good. You would definitely love it. Um, yeah. Everyone loves it. It's great. Um, yeah. It's gangster cowboys. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. So I'm watching Yellowstone. So I, I And what about movies? 
Have you seen any new movies? I haven't. I've not been to the movies lately. I saw. Well, actually, that's not true. I saw um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, it was a very white man take on um, on on that situation. Well, I love DiCaprio. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet though. Um, yeah, I mean he's great. Everyone's brilliant, but you know it's 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 very much written from the the white male gaze. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. But it's good. It's a very beautifully visual movie. Okay. Um, but yeah. You know, we're, we're, I'm in the I'm in the cave right now, Zaz. I come out in February. Yeah, but I'm I'm in the sports cave right now. Yeah, I hear you. Things slow down a little bit. Uh, excellent job, Joy. Happy New Year. What's the cutoff you think for Happy New Year? What's the cutoff? Uh, I think Larry David said 48 hours. I could be what? That. Two yeah, days. I think, I think Happy New Year is through this week. Like if after this week, it's like all right, guys. Like we got it. You know, I think mid January. I go two weeks. I mean, I'm going to say it Too back much? if someone says it to me, but I'm, I'm not going to say Happy New Year, like, on Monday, January, uh, like, of next week. Like, are, are you excited for the return of Curb Your Enthusiasm? It's coming. Yeah, and then it's over. I'm very sad about it. Have you ever run into him out there in L.A.? Um, I have not met Larry yet, no, which is very Didn't Didn't someone pass along your Larry David Halloween costume to him one time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Curious and, he, and he responded he to you. He said it was funny. Which means, which means none of you can ever tell me that I'm not funny. I'm, I'm the funniest person alive. Larry David said I'm funny. Like I don't want to hear a word from anyone. Who are you, peasants? Joy, plug a bunch of stuff that you got going on. Speak obviously every day, four thirty Eastern. See, I've learned how to do that now. You got to say Eastern. I've learned that since I started doing ESPN Radio National shows. I would say one o'clock, and then the PD's like, you can't just say one o'clock anymore. You got to say Eastern time. So I've learned that. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta say the time. Uh, four thirty p.m. Eastern, one thirty Pacific. Speak on FS1s. So check us out. Um, and yeah, just, I don't know. Follow me on social media. Check out my foundation, Joy Taylor Foundation. All right, that's it. There you go. Just working. Thanks, Joy. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. Before we let you go here, guys, we're wrapping up today's show. Hey, maybe you're wrapping up your day wherever you are. Maybe it's time to go to sleep. I don't know what you're doing, but if it is time to go to sleep, you're not going to have the best sleep unless you're sleeping on the softest sheets. You know I'm talking about sheets and giggles. That's right. Sheets and giggles, sustainable eucalyptus sheets. They're naturally softer, cooler, more breathable than anything you've ever slept on. The Zaslow family, all of us, we have sheets and giggles. Those are the bed sheets we use now and forever. Since Sheets and Giggles jumped on board Zaslow Show 2.0 about four or five months ago, you may see me on youtube.com slash at Zaslow showing like, wow, Zaslow, you look so well rested. You look so good. Why is that? It's because I'm now one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. It's one less thing I have to worry about. The only place that I ever have to go now to get my bed sheets, sheetsgiggles.com. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he did it. He did it. We're all having the best sleeps of our lives now. And if you're not getting Sheets and Giggles sheets for your bed just yet, you're not getting the best kind of sleep. Sheetsgiggles.com. Again, sheetsgiggles.com. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. 
I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. 